Well, let's finish up our week in our daily Bible reading as we take this interlude into the book of Psalms and the, the songs, the liturgy of, of the Old Testament people. Um, and, and another one in Psalm 97 that just uh, reminds us again to praise God, to praise God and, and to realize that God reigns over everything. And what a great reminder for us. You know, we get so bogged down with, with our worries and our troubles and our struggles in life. This is like the disciples on the boat you know, with Jesus and the storm comes up and, and all they're looking at is the storm. Um, and then they realize that Jesus is in the boat or they, they see Jesus coming, walking on the water. And, and Jesus is always saying to them, peace be with you. And he stills that storm. Well, in a, in a much greater way, I know we still have storms that go on around us. You've got your health issues that you're dealing with. You've got family problems. You you look out at our world and you and you see the, the what's going on in our world and, and people falling farther and farther away from God. Well, uh, but God stills the greatest storm of all. He's defeated the devil for us. He's defeated death for us. He's made heaven possible for us. He's won the forgiveness of sins for us. He's shown us, for crying out loud, that he loves us so much that not only did he create us, he continued to be patient with us. And that's the beauty of reading the Old Testament here, is you see God's patience with his people. They don't always appreciate it, just like we don't always appreciate it either. And yet God is patient and loving. He's long-suffering with us, and his mercy endures forever, is, is what we say oftentimes in the, uh, in the Psalms. And uh, um, and so we can be sure that that while that storm is going on around us, he's still the greater storm too. And and it starts out. My title says in my Bible says the Lord reigns. Uh, we look at our world and we look at what's going on, and it seems like um, many other things are are ruling and reigning, and we are helpless. No, you belong to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You are His precious child. God made you so in your baptism. He's called you uh, to, to faith by the power of His Holy Spirit. Um, you believe in him, you put your hope and, and your confidence in him, and your good reason to do that. Again, the, the beauty of us reading the Old Testament is to see God reigning through uh, through all of this, and then, and then see that, remember, and God is the same. He hasn't changed at all. He's the same God. He's new all the time um, for us, and so we can put our hope in him. So let's just look at a little bit of the details of that. So it says, the Lord reigns, and again, notice it uses Lord, uh, that all capital letters, that covenant God, that I am who I am, God, uh, the God who, who establishes a covenant with us, and he reigns. And because of that, the earth can, re can rejoice. And who does that include? All coastlands. So people everywhere can rejoice in that. Verse 2 says, clouds and thick darkness. So picture Mount Sinai. And the children of Israel would have been able to remember that. And, and the glory of the Lord on Mount Sinai, um, as well as other places too. Or think about clouds and thick darkness when Jesus dies on the cross. And from noon until 3 o'clock, the sun doesn't shine. And Jesus dies then temple curtain is torn and torn apart come Easter morning just three short days later and Jesus is risen from the dead and the sun has come up and the tomb is empty and he proclaims you know peace be with you because I am alive so think of that um, we see his power though uh, in the world the fires go before him and burn up his adversaries in other words there is an enemy out there and God has taken care of them uh, we have to live with the residual effect of that enemy yet in our life but we know that in the end God reigns uh, death does not conquer us death um, we, we read in Revelation we're reading Revelation you know blessed in the sight of the Lord are the death of his saints um, Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for us. Even Stephen is being stoned to death, as we read about in Acts chapter 7, as he's being stoned to death by his enemies, looks up and sees Jesus on his throne and, and says, come Lord Jesus, and, and he goes to be with him. Um, so there's the victory that, that we have. Um, also, not only fires, but lightnings. 
lightnings and the mountains melting, all the things we see happening in creation too. A reminder again of God's power, that he reigns, that he's in charge, he's in control. Yes, creation is in an uproar because of sin, uh, but God is coming to restore that. Um, and then uh, verse 6 says, the heavens proclaim his righteousness. As you look up at the sky, I'm looking at a beautiful blue sky out my office right now. Or I saw the, saw the moon last night when the clouds cover, cleared. And you go, wow, God. Uh, Paul says in Romans chapter 1 that uh, God's invisible qualities in creation tell everybody that there is a God. They are, they are the signs of God's presence and that he is here. Um, and, and why not? Because he created them all. So we, we see God in every one of them. Uh, who should be afraid then? Verse 7 says, why would you want to worship any images? You know, and ding, ding, ding comes to mind. You know, children of Israel making that golden calf uh, at Mount, Mount Sinai. Why in the world would they want to do that? Um, all the all the gods that were in, uh, in Pharaoh's time in Egypt too, uh, the Baals and all that kind of stuff, the Asherah poles, um, none of those. Don't worship them. They're just simply uh, uh, worship or, or worthless idols and images and they can't save you. But rather, who are we? Verse 8, we are Zion who hears and we are glad. And the daughters of Zion, so Zion being reminding them of Mount Sinai, that, that hill that uh, Jerusalem is built on, where the temple is at, God's presence with them. And it doesn't include just Zion, it includes all the daughters. So all the cities around there, the cities of Judah, um, uh, which he's originally writing to, are all peoples that they can put their hope and their trust in God. Why? Because verse 9 says, for our Lord is most high over all the earth and he's exalted above any other gods notice small g there are really none other gods he's exalted over all of them so what should we do um, we should be those verse 10 who love the lord love the lord with all our heart soul and mind and if we love the lord it means we don't love anything else and the bible's way of saying that is to show this huge contrast between good and evil between god and satan so it's to hate evil and don't think of hate in our sense where hate becomes something that can be gets uh that gets ugly and and, and self-centered but saying that we love it much much less it shows how passionate god is in his love for us and that he hates evil and he hates what evil has done to us he hates what sin has done to us and his relationship with with us uh, and and God doesn't God doesn't have any middle ground there's no gray area with God he loves or he hates and thank God for that because we are recipients of his love verse 10 says for he preserves the lives of his saints uh, that's you and me his holy ones that me he makes holy by the forgiveness that he gives um, he delivers us from the hand of the wicked uh, and what is there there is light there is light for us. Jesus is the light of the world. He's made us right. He gives us joy in our hearts because of that. And therefore, the psalmist can say, Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. And I pray that that's what you're doing today, too. And that this daily Bible reading is helping you to do that um, with all the other things that's going on in your life. And tomorrow, tomorrow's Sunday, we get to be in God's house. We get to be, we get to see the light of the world. The acolyte's going to come in and light the candles to remind us that Jesus is the light of the world and and we're going to be drawn towards that light and hear about that Jesus too because we come from a lot of darkness in this world and Jesus has overcome that darkness he is your light he is the light of the world so God bless you as you worship I pray that that can be in person if, if that's not possible join us live stream here at St. Paul we do that at, at 9 a.m. in the morning on Sunday on the Lord's Day the first day of the week the day of the resurrection and and you'll be blessed by being there to hear God's word and receive the Lord's Supper from him and, and then by the fellowship of believers all around you.
Um, so uh, uh, God bless you on, on tomorrow, and uh, we'll pick this up again on Monday.